Hi, ladies. It's Alina. I hope you and your loved ones are doing well. Today, I'm excited to dive deeper into the concept of inner peace and how you can cultivate it within. Hello, goddesses. I'm Kanake, and I'm excited to continue our journey of unpacking our feminine powers together. First and foremost, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge the tragic world events that we are living in right now. Let's extend our love and prayers to those impacted by this humanitarian crisis. In times of crisis, it becomes that much more difficult to prioritize self-care and self-love. And personally, it almost feels selfish to put myself first when I know that countless individuals are currently suffering. Lately, I've been spending my time contemplating the meaning of peace and how it's related and connected to inner peace within us. So today, I would like to spend some time unpacking how we can cultivate inner peace within us during times of unprecedented world crisis and why it's important to prioritize our self-care. I love how you phrase it, Alina, and I agree that 100% the inner peace within each one of us is fundamental. If you have peace within yourself, then you can definitely and confidently can create peace around yourself, around the people that surround you. We've discussed about last time, it's that how you feel, you project that energy outward. And that's why it's so important to focus on our inner self and what each one of us can bring in to make it a better, unique, positive change in these difficult times. Thank you, Kaniki. Everything you said right now is so deeply needed and crucial for all of our listeners and including myself. It's also interesting to hear your perspective, given that you're someone I looked up to during, you know, my, you know, not so easy mental times, because during times of great adversity, it's so important to surround yourself with people that are able to hold space for us, our feelings and our emotions. And so Kaniki, as someone that I look up to as an executive, a wife and a mother of two, could you share some tips on how you stay peaceful? More importantly, how you cultivate inner peace within yourself, in your family, and what you think is the biggest driver for you. And ladies, I would encourage you to take a pen and a piece of paper and get ready to take some juicy notes. <laughs> ah, juicy notes. But from my side, I think the inner peace really in the family, the inner peace in the family, first of all, starts with how much at peace I feel myself, you know, how much at peace I am myself internally. I genuinely believe that um, the power of woman in the family is enormous. And I'm not speaking about the physical power. I'm speaking mm. about that invisible power. We set the tone. You know, I had a few people reaching out to me after our first podcast two weeks ago, and they said, but why is it all addressing to women, women, women? And I said, because woman is fundamental. Mm. Depending on how each one of us feel, 
we impact energetically everything and everybody around us. 100%. Right? Depending on how a woman feels within herself, the entire energy at home gets impacted. And I've seen it, I witnessed it, and I practiced that, including the well-being and success of every member of the family, our kids, our husband, our parents, whoever we live with in the same space. That's why I think that each woman, first of all, during these times of adversity, whenever, whether it's time of adversity, whenever the person is not feeling so well, a woman should always prioritize her emotional state first and ensure that she is happy, she is at peace, she is in love with who she is and with herself. As we said, I'm perfectly beautiful, imperfectly beautiful. There's no need to hurry anywhere. There's no need to be a superhuman, superwoman. There's no need to prove anybody anything. You know, I always hear that, oh, but what they say this and they would say that. No, 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 I should do this and I should. No, you don't owe anybody anything. Just slow down. Do what you want to do. Do what your body tells you to do, how you feel it. Listen to yourself. Just focus what you want. Mm. You know, Kanika, I love everything that you said right now. And I can personally relate to the phrase where you said, no need to be a superhuman, no need to prove anything to anyone. And it just becomes that much more difficult, especially during times of great adversity, because personally, I feel this urge to help to prove my point and what I'm doing is I'm draining my energy. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing that. And as a fellow woman and a wife, I can definitely relate to the part where you said that us women hold an immense energetic power to influence those around us. You know, I've always believed that feminine energy is the most powerful source of energy since we have a direct connection the creator, God, the universe, the supreme being, whatever you choose to call that higher power. Like I said during our previous episodes, we, you know, we are the portal for life. So we have that, you know, invisible, however, direct connection with the creators. We are the co-creators. We are the goddesses, right? So we have that immense power to influence those around us, especially our families, especially our um, immediate people that we live with. And Kaniki, I'm wondering, uh, so have you ever noticed how your mood, your post personal mood directly impacts those around you? For example, your husband and your boys. And, you know, I'm asking this because... I personally believe that women are magnets. We are we serve as energetic magnets in this energetic field and we have this incredibly potent capacity to manifest things so easily into our life. So I'm wondering, have you ever noticed that? Oh, 100%. 100%. Mm. And when people ask me how you do that, I say prioritize yourself. As I said, be selfish and not not selfish in bad terms, but do what you want to do. And, you know, there is this saying, right? Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely an element of joking. It's so there. true. But it is true. It is 100% true. And depending on how I feel as a woman, it, of course, reflects back 
in the entire environment at home. And once I, I can tell you a, a real story, a few months back, I was doing homework with my little one. He's seven and, you know, he was very agitated and he was very critical of himself. He would write down something and he's not happy. So he'd scratch it off and, and write it down and scratch it off again. And then he burst into tears and he was not happy with himself. So instead of blaming him, first of all, I looked within myself and I realized that at that particular moment, I was actually very critical of myself too at work, at the job that I was doing. Mm. So I'm like, okay, you know, I could clearly see the reflection of something that's bothering me within. It impacts my child. Kids especially, they are like those invisible emotional thermometers. They just pick it up. You don't have to say anything. And you know, if you, or th those of you who are listening to us, if you have your kids, watch them, you know. I always say if there's something wrong health-wise, if it's something wrong emotionally, something wrong in the school, look in yourself first as the mother because you are the source that can change that. What is it that you're not happy about? What is it that you are happy about? Is there anything that you can practice more consciously to bring that inner peace within yourself? Because once you're at peace, everything else puzzles in so nicely. And I think generally what I've also observed, we had a few times people living with us, you know, in the same apartment that was single. But after living with us, they would go back and they say, okay, I'm going to, I want to get married too. I want to have my <laughs> own family now. Now I see that family is a good, it's something good. You know, something that they were not very considering about. There were some fears. They've seen what a good family should look like. And it's like, oh, I actually want to have the same feeling. I want to experience the same um, emotions. I want to have my own family now. And I've experienced it many times. So I think it's also a reflection that as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, I, I love myself the way I am and I prioritize what I want to do. Because when I'm at peace, when I'm happy, everybody else around at home is healthy and happy. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it sounds silly, but it's true, Alina. It's somehow, mm -hmm. it, it really happens. I love, love, love everything that you just said right now. And I think this is exactly what I'm referring to when I speak of those feminine powers, right? It's those special powers that only belong to us women to directly impact those around us in the most seamless ways without any even intent behind it. And I think the only intention that we hold is, like you said, is our inner peace. When we intentionally prioritize ourselves, our inner, our inner peace and our, our state of joy, you know, and our power as a woman is not only to impact those around us, but it is to positively impact those around us through our own sense of harmony and peace. Okay, easier said than done, of course. So, Kaniki, <laughs> back to you. Can you perhaps elaborate on some tips and self-care practices that help you cultivate your inner peace, but also balance that fine line between self-care and selfishness? Because I think this is very important. Mm. And I think a lot of people, you know, struggle to see and um, maintain that balance, that healthy ecological balance between self-love and being selfish. When 
when I'm asked that question too, and you know, I was coaching a few people on this, I think the technique that I use again, I follow the the strength finder philosophy and the, the philosophy of strength and asking them a question. Think of the last time when you felt at peace, you know? And you know, I do it quite often and I can immediately think of the times when I felt at peace. But those of you who are listening to us, if you want to cultivate your inner peace, your self-care, not selfishness. Think when was the last time you were feeling at peace, at peace with who you are, with yourself, with everything around yourself. When I think of myself, one of the first things that come to my mind is genuinely stop trying to control everything. Mm. You know, allow yourself to relax, you know, allow yourself to rely on somebody else. Trust them. You know, if you continue being the front woman ahead of everybody, oh, trying to manage everything at the same time because you assume nobody else will be able to do that, mm. then they won't. You're not giving mm. a space. You're not giving an opportunity. You're just carrying it yourself. Mm -hmm. Remember, it starts within us. It starts within you. And you simply are not allowing anybody else to take that burden, to accept that help, support from somebody else. Yeah. The second thought that comes into my mind is, I think especially now, and generally people, it's so easy to blame everybody and everything around us. It's so easy to judge. Mm -hmm. right? This is right. This is wrong. And again, it's, based on our own unique subjective perceptions of what's right and what's wrong. Mm. And I always say that every single one of us, even when somebody upsets us, disappoints us, usually they always have their best intentions. But how it comes across, how we interpret and perceive it, it's a different story. So we know what we know and we don't know what we don't know. Say it again. We know what we know mm -hmm. and we assume that we know 100% of that and we are right mm. because we don't really know yet what we don't know Aha! Uh -huh. right only after a while you know with time I assume we get to know or with conversation with communication I think we could speak in one of the podcasts on how to manage it it's so important to speak to communicate so that we eventually get to know what we didn't know mm. but we followed our assumptions assuming that we know it all mm. And the, in the times of adversity, what I generally do and what I feel like doing, I meditate. I meditate and I send that love, the loving energy, the peace, the light to all living creatures on this earth, in other universes, <laughs> in other planets, <laughs> whatever is there. I call it meta meditation. Um, it's one of the practices that those of us who practice meditation, you know it very well, but I find it's very helpful. It, it brings difference in how I feel. It helps me to, to feel and see that unconditional kindness and love and understanding of other people that I know and that I don't even know. Mm. And those of you who are listening again to us and you, you've never practiced meditation or you don't, you know, you don't like meditation for whatever reasons, maybe you could just reflect, as I said at the start, what brings you joy and peace? It could be a simple walk in the park. It could be just feeling the breeze of the air, of the wind, you know, in there, and your hair is flowing in there. It could be a cuddle time with your loved ones. It could be just having a cup of mm, hot coffee, your favorite one. It could be a slice of cake. I love burnt cheesecake. <laughs> anything else, you know, it could be a breathing exercise. It could be anything that works for you. 
Mm. Remember, what works for me does not necessarily always work for you. And that's why it will need a bit of a reflection on your own. What helps you to bring and have that peace and joy? Because mm. the more you immerse yourself in this, the more peaceful you get. And nothing bothers you anymore. It all becomes just a noise. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love how you described peace as unconditional kindness and I think it's key when we talk about self-care versus selfishness right I think selfishness comes from our egos our egos want to control others want to control the outcome of the situation the ego wants to prove something to the world and I think our higher self is that connection with self-care and self-love because you know that love that we give to others begins with ourselves because we truly don't know how to love others unless we learn how to unconditionally love ourselves and truly i think the key is that accepting that we are imperfectly perfect right it's going back to that we don't have to be perfect we do not have to prove anything to the world and so the feminine energy is really the concept of being feeling being in that present moment feeling the breeze in the air feeling that sand underneath your feet and i think this concept of peace this concept of inner peace is so desperately needed in our world today during times of crisis we all fall victims to judgment and unfortunately even violence as an outlet for our anger and I, right now I just want to take a moment to kind of unpack a little bit on what anger is as an emotion and I think anger is a built-up resentment that comes from our misalignment within it's when we have certain expectations or assumptions and things don't go our way so we have this mm. inner resentment that comes out as an anger to the external world does that make sense because oh, yeah. it's you know it's this anger that we project onto others as a result of our internal misalignment you know as we've mentioned in our previous episode everyone's just projecting their inner state onto others and like the example that you mentioned with your child i love how conscious and self-aware you are in those situations when you are you know because i think I would say 50% of mothers would be like, why aren't you doing this? Stop it, right? Because it's our mm. ego self. It's so easy to just fall victim to judgment or just try to control. It's that much more difficult to be self-aware and conscious and to realize that, hey, maybe it's a, it's, it's a projection. Maybe it's my internal projection. Let me sit in meditation for a little bit. Let me try to observe my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Let me try to kind of see what could be going on within me that's projecting onto my child. And I think we begin to be conscious and self-aware when we realize our power. I think one, you know, is directly related to another because mm -hmm. we don't we no longer need to project anger when we have power over our reactions because when we judge or pick sides you know during crisis um 
we fall victim to our inner turbulence, to our inner misalignment. And so this inner turbulence is a signal that we need to reconnect to our inner peace. Mm-hmm. You know, Kaniki, you, you saying, you know, sending love to the parallel universe, to every <laughs> living creature in the world, you know, made me think that it's the most difficult yet the most powerful way to hold a new vision for peace and healing especially during these times in this world you know mm. the you know whatever is going on in the world right now it could be about politics dictatorship whatever it might be but on the bigger spectrum it's about egos and our higher selves and so today you know we're trying to amplify that each one of us has the power to choose our higher selves And the only way we can choose our higher selves is to reconnect to our inner peace, to reconnect to our, you know, sense of love, our sense of joy, and just find bliss in the most simple moments. There's a lot of hate and fear in the world right now, and it's just so easy to get influenced by this hate. And this hate and fear that's going on in the world is quite opposite of love. Because, you mm. know, when you were talking about unconditional love, kindness it's unconditional kindness and unconditional acceptance that is love right mm. love is not controlling love is just it's a sweet embrace that's how i would describe it and so naturally love is the only medicine for healing and then love begins with ourselves it begins with our inner peace it begins with self compassion it begins with self care it begins with self love again this is of course easier said than done <laughs> <laughs> for me and i'm sure for uh, everyone else that's listening so maybe again a question for you kaniki how do you choose love every day i think before i jump into my ways of how i choose love i i also like how you said about the expectations because mm. i think a lot of the time that in a peace is turbulent with ourselves own expectations that we set up there in our mm-hmm. heads mm-hmm. and i think expectations again is assumptions about the future that we've created in our heads mm. and when those expectations are not met then we are not happy about it internally about it mm. externally with people that were supposed to meet those expectations right and i always say live with no expectations live in the moment because once those assumptions about the future build it's so easy to fall into trap of it and get very upset or angry about that so i 100% agree but what can you choose as you said you choose love how can we do that easy <laughs> it's how you see You've got eyes, we've got ears, we've got mm. we've got everything around us and it's how you choose to respond mm. because love is everywhere. It's within us, it's around us. You just choose if you want to see that love. Mm. You're you giving know? me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, you can wake up and find hundreds of reason to complain or not happy about it, da 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 da. da. Or you can wake up and be grateful. Mm. Grateful with everything. start with a beautiful yeah. weather whether it's snowing whether it's raining whether it's the sunshine you are living you're breathing you're seeing you're hearing you've got this comfortable bed that you just woke up from you taste and enjoy fresh breakfast whether it's egg mm. or toast a cup of coffee whatever <laughs> you radiate the love just seeing things around you don't ignore 
what I watch when I go on a, let's say, on, to work on public transport, I look around people, everybody's on the phones. Mm. We went to, into overly digital space and time where we stopped seeing the love and, and the simple things. You know, you, you, you look at the sky, beautiful sky. You look at the trees, you look at the leaves, the movements of the leaves, the birds, the facial expressions of other people. Some of them are smiling, some of them are grumpy, some of them are serious. Mm -hmm. But you see love. I love observing these ants, you know, hardworking ants, chuk, 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 crawling. <laughs> Or cute little snails munching a piece of leaf. Mm. You know, a sound of the rain or the sound of the waves in the sea. Kids. I love having kids in our house. Neighboring kids coming and they are loud, but they're happy. And when they are happy, I'm happy. You know, and again, kids, they are the true example of unconditional happiness and peace. They have no forms of judgment. They don't mm. know. They just enjoy it. I think in one of the movies I saw that... Um, I think it was a tag where they say, we don't get old. We age when we stop having fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's so true. So true. Kids, they can have fun. And adults, we start becoming adults. Mm. So love is literally everywhere, Lina. And, and it really goes back to how much each one of us want to see that love. Yeah. Uh, example, silly, simple example. Last week, I went for a run in the morning. On the way back, I just felt like, I want to take off my shoes. I want to walk barefoot. I want to go to the sea, on the beach, feel the waves, feel the sand, look up in the sky, listen to the birds. Mm, so much beauty around me. Isn't it amazing? Mm, yes, it is. And I think when you described it, what I started thinking about is embracing the present moment because when you say we want to see it you know and i tried to think about a practical way and i think it's when we fully immerse ourselves and in our senses whether it be seeing hearing tasting listening and truly truly feeling the present moment really fully just taking everything in taking the beauty within us and realizing that we cannot control the future we cannot change the past you know it's very cliche but truly when we really think about it we really don't know <laughs> we don't know <laughs> we don't know like you said and i think we become a little bit um arrogant when it comes to the universal powers we believe that what we know is true therefore we believe that what we have to say is right therefore we expect <laughs> we expect certain outcomes but when we begin to be in the present moment we begin to realize and understand just how precious just how precious life is and like I said, it, it, sometimes, you know, I feel selfish, you know, knowing that things are going on in the world and I just can't help but connect to like, you know, go on technology. And like you said, the, you know, the technological advancements have gone so far that it's become a natural extension of our own senses. Mm -hmm. And I think inner peace begins with a reclamation a reclamation of our own powers and like you said it's taking that power back and just immersing ourselves in nature because we are one with nature right whether it be beautiful weather whether it, whether it be the beautiful trees i love my plants <laughs> you know facial expressions of others 
we're taking all of that in from a heightened perspective. And you know, and when you were describing all of that, it really made me think about when we choose love, we truly choose our higher selves. We really do. And to be quite, you know, honest, personally, the past few weeks have such, you know, have taken such a huge toll on my own mental health and I have a confession to make I have fallen victim to the the crisis that to everything that's going on in the world I was falling asleep and waking up to the news about the conflict I spent hours days a whole week trying to educate myself trying to keep up with everything going on in hopes of finding the right answer in hopes of trying to prove the right side I was draining myself. I thought I, you know, I thought it was my fight, you know, I thought it was my my duty as a human being to know everything, to prove everything, and I as a result I gave up yoga, meditation, and all of the above practices you mentioned. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm only learning. And I've realized that inner peace is a lifelong practice. It's really not something we can achieve as a goal or accomplish in a sprint, you know? Mm-hmm. It's rather something that we choose to cultivate every day. It's what we choose to see. It's the thoughts we choose to have. It's how we choose to speak ourselves. It's how we, you know, choose to spend each moment. It's how we choose to respond to others. And truly our power is to respond with love. So after spending hours and days on researching on this conflict, I truly understood the the true meaning of duality, light, darkness, yin and yang, happiness and sorrow. I also realized that good and evil can coexist. duality it's the constant duality of existence i i realize that we won't know happiness unless we know sorrow mm. we won't understand lightness without being in the dark what i also realized i think the most important um takeaway from the past few weeks is that times of pain are what lead to growth mm-hmm. and that you know in order to eat we have to be hungry 100%. And naturally, death is a cyclical condition of life. It's a cyclist. So what I'm trying to say is that self-awareness of this duality is the first step to conscious being, conscious living. And this conscious living is us consciously and intentionally choosing to see love in the most simple moments. Mhm. 100%. So agree with you. And I think, you know, you're not the only one. A lot of people felt the same way, but the fact that once you realize when there is darkness, there is an opportunity for light. And I think that's where we should focus on. Generally, life is a journey, right? journey with ups downs moments of happiness moments of pain sadness but that makes us us so what is important 
is really to focus on what you can control, what every single one of us can do. Mm. And let go anything that you cannot control. And I read somewhere a very wise advice. Um, and the person said, why bother if you can't control it? Because you cannot control it, right? And why bother if you can control it? Because you are controlling it. Mm. And this is so true. So to your point, what every single one of us can do is control ourselves. How we respond, how we act, our thoughts, our emotions. We, every single one of us, can choose to show love, to leave love, to see love in everything and enjoy it. Do what you do best. Do what you love doing. Enjoy it. Accept others unconditionally. Don't try to mm. judge them. Don't try oh. to classify them. This oh. is right. This is wrong. Accept them. That duality mm. helps you to accept and embrace. Mm. Right? Help others. Bring smiles on their faces. Mm. You know, that's the best feeling ever when you make somebody happy. So I want to really reiterate again, start with yourself. It, we could be just you and me, but if mm -hmm. we can bring millions of people, starting with themselves, starting with the inner peace, we can make a better place globally. Mm. You know, it's a simple formula of combination of joy and service. Mm. Yeah, service to others, serving humanity. And I think embracing this duality also allows us to choose right we have a choice everybody mm -hmm. has a choice right now right now in this world in this moment of humanitarian crisis we have a choice we can either spread further fear and hate or we can choose to spread unconditional love no matter what your political affiliation is no matter what your opinion is no matter your past no matter your past mistakes love each other serve one another mm -hmm. and truly do it without you know any expectations because what we're doing in that moment we're actually fulfilling ourselves We are living in self-fulfillment. You know, this formula of joy and combination of service is truly so powerful. And I believe it's one of the most fundamental components of a happy, self-fulfilled life. Because joy means our individual uniqueness, right? Mm -hmm. It's doing what we love, doing what we're so good at. It's, it's just doing whatever your heart desires whether it be <laughs> dancing singing painting do what you love and find a way to serve others you know our service is our gift to humanity it's the way we pay back it's the way mm -hmm. we pay back to this beautiful universe to this beautiful world we live in this beautiful planet you know this planet with rivers forests oceans creatures are we pay back with our service what can we do how can we best utilize our uniqueness to serve others 
When we blend our unique talents with service to others, we truly experience the highest form of self-fulfillment. We'd like to, you know, go deeper into this concept in our future episode, but you know, I want to say for every unique talent and unique expression of that talent, right? Going back to our previous episode, it's yeah. how we do it, right? Our unique expression of our talent. We need to remember that there are unique needs out there in the world. So for every unique need out there, we can fulfill it with our unique talent. But we can only start with a self-study, self-observation. And you know, I think our purpose is our unique self-expression that we can serve humanity with it. And I think this of course creates a ripple effect. We inspire others this way. We empower others this way. We can truly empower someone when we're genuinely happy. Like we said when we're fully aligned and we're, you know, we get so much joy out of it and we true, you know, we choose to serve others with it, it naturally creates that ripple effect in the world. I like how you said that for every single unique talent or unique expression we have there is a unique need and i mm-hmm. think that's why we meet certain people in our life you know because we meant to meet them we meant to help each other in one way or another learn from each other in why in one way or another and make it a better place and indeed the more people create such ripple effects the more positive difference we can create together on a global scale mhm yeah we are truly interconnected as human beings and you know technology i think is a powerful tool for us to help one another right i think we can choose to also use technology to serve humanity whether it be spreading you know love whether it be spreading positive um emotions feelings quotes sayings whatever that you can think of you know your as your unique expression it's definitely needed so i just encourage you to look deeper find that within you and embrace yourself unconditionally because with that you can embrace the world and everything that goes on just as it is you know we are perfect imperfectly perfect <laughs> just as we are so i'd like to um recap our conversation and share um five simple embodiment practices that can help you cultivate inner peace the first one is practice gratitude allocate 10 to 15 minutes each day to say a gratitude prayer or maybe a journal entry it could be five things that you're most grateful for it could be anything that whatever brings you peace whatever you're grateful for like you said it could be that we have you know a roof over our head that we we you know we our loved ones are healthy just practice gratitude immerse yourself in it feel it with every cell of your body number 2 is give yourself permission to be and to feel 
allow yourself to feel all of your emotions. Allow yourself to feel the duality, the depth, the range, a wide range of your emotions. Allow yourself to feel joy. Allow yourself to feel sadness. Allow yourself to feel excitement. Move your body to your favorite song. Go for a nice nature walk. Talk to a friend or a loved one that you haven't spoken to in a while. And like we said, find something that brings you joy. What brings me joy might not necessarily be the same、um, that brings you joy, but, but observe yourself. Notice those little feelings and just immerse yourself. Number three, practice mindfulness. So, this could be meta meditation, any meditation.、Um, usually, I would say mindfulness is when we shift our focus and our awareness to the, to the present moment. So, when you're feeling stressed or you're feeling sad, I encourage you to name five objects in the room and give them compliments. So, right now I am looking at a plant. It's so beautiful. <laughs> they're called dolphins. So, they're just hanging out of this macrobe that I have above me. I love the color of it. It's this beautiful green that just gives me so much、um, life. You know, green is the color of our heart chakra. So, I really feel it.、Um, I'm looking at this art that I have. Our environment shapes so much of how we feel. So, practice mindfulness. Sit in a meditation. Observe your thoughts. Observe your feelings and your emotions. Number four, start complimenting others. Feel the joy of that exchange. Be genuine with your compliments. Try to think of you know, words to describe them. You know, I think that、uh, compliments can be so. Especially、mm, curated. For example, Kaniki, I adore the way that you describe this. I feel so much joy and I truly feel the love when you speak about love because I think you <laughs> exude that energetic、um, essence. And, you know, you're in Singapore, I'm in California, yet I feel so connected with you. <laughs> so I thank you and I, I love that and I love you. Number five, slow down. Take a deep breath. No need to rush. And I think one of the easiest ways to slow down is to practice breathing. It's so simple, but. Really, when we're feeling stressed, it's our nervous system sending fear signals. So, one of the ways we can control, we can take control of our responses is taking a deep breath. For example, when we, when you know, when I'm having、um, maybe a disagreement or I'm in misalignment with a friend or a loved one. And they say something to you that you know, potentially sounds hurtful or something that you might not be, you know, agree with. I encourage you before you respond, take a deep breath. And it could be, you know, one deep breath, it could be four deep breaths, however many, you know, breaths that you need to kind of just soothe yourself down, calm your nervous system down. 
don't respond. You don't need to respond right away. You can take your time, reconnect to your inner peace, and then choose to respond with love. I also would like to add again, just reiterate. Choose how you will respond. Right? You choose how you will respond to any situation and you choose if you want to see love and kindness in everything and everybody. Mm, I love that. So during our next episode, we're excited to be diving deeper into how we can shift our mindset, our mentality to look for opportunities to serve others. So we'll be diving deeper into our purpose, our passion, and how we can just shift our mental paradigm to look for opportunities where we can use our unique talents to serve others and to fulfill those unique needs that need to be met in the world. So stay tuned, everyone. And I would like to finish our episode with another short affirmations. I think it's going to be our signature theme. (laughs) (laughs) A ritual. (laughs) Very short one. And you can practice it even after our episode. I am peace. I am love. And I create a positive difference. That's it for today. Stay safe, everybody. Sending you our love, peace, and virtual hugs. My name is Kaneki. And my name is Alina. Till next time. Thank you.